I'm Gabby and welcome to No Filter with Kobo. In this first episode, we'll talk about a special ingredient called Samboost ATB. It is a blend of antioxidant, anti-irritant and anti-inflammatory agents that can be used by chemists to boost SPF and UVA results in sunscreen formulations. And the best part is it is available in two versions and one has all the ingredients with natural origin. To help us understand this product, we are receiving two amazing guests. First, Dr. Yun Shao, Vice President of Research and Development. Hello, Yun. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Gabby. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Also with us, Edward Bartholomew, Principal Research Scientist. Hello, Ed. Thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for inviting us to the podcast, Gabby. It's good to be here to discuss Sunboost ATB. Okay, to start, I know you both participated in the development of Samboost ATB. Can you tell us where the idea for this product came from? Sure. Uh, the project was conceived in 2001 uh, when we noticed that the demand for antioxidant fortified products were increasing at a rapid pace. Uh, vitamin A, E, and C were the most popular choices according to marketing survey. So at that time, Kobo uh, was already one of the leading players in mineral sunscreen technology and uh, supply of the actives. So uh, it seemed to be a natural step for us to converge antioxidant technology and sunscreen technology in order to create new raw materials for sunscreen formulation. Uh, we expected we expected these uh, new raw materials to help our customer to create sunscreens that are more efficacious, not only in UV protection but also in skin conditioning. Of course, our primary goal during product development is UV protection. Uh, since the inorganic UV uh, filter technology is our core competence, uh, we began to test a wider range of antioxidants on the market to ensure a good compatibility with TLO2 and zinc oxide, as well as a high boosting uh, efficacy. This is how we uh, got started. Now we understood how we got started. Let's talk about the name, because I feel it can give us a hint about the function. Ed, can you explain why Sandboost ATB? Sure, the name reflects the boost or the increased protection for skin from damaging UVA, UVB radiation from the sun. And Sunboost ATB is a lightly colored liquid solution, a combination of synergistic ingredients. And the acronym ATB stands for argan oil, tocopherol acetate, and bisabolol. Argan oil derived from argan fruit kernels is a perfect mixture of antioxidants, vitamins, and other nourishing materials for the skin, such as essential fatty acids. Tocopherol acetate, a stable form of vitamin E, enhances moisturization and strengthens the skin. Both of these ingredients showed significant SPF boosting in our initial screening and testing when selecting materials for Sunboost ATB. Ibisabilol acts as an anti-inflammatory agent helping to protect the skin from everyday UV damage. It also has skin soothing and calming properties. Together, the three ingredients provide an essential blend for addressing the needs of skin exposed to the sun. 
Okay, so this means that, as the name says, we can call it a sunscreen booster. But I imagine that it's not the same as saying it is a sunscreen filter or a sunscreen active. What would be the main difference between a booster and an actual filter? And also, Yun, if you can share how the sun boost really works on the skin, what's the mechanism of boosting SPF and UVA? Uh, Gabby, it is a very uh, good and uh, important question, uh, as it is necessary to distinguish sun sunscreen boosters and uh, sunscreen actives. Uh, sunscreen actives are substances that can attenuate UV light through uh, either absorption or scattering and are regulated by government, government agencies. Uh, in USA, they are classified by FDA as drug ingredients. Sunscreen booster, uh, on the other hand, uh, usually do not absorb or scatter UV light. Uh, instead, they can increase the path length of UV light, uh, improve skin coverage by sunscreen actives, stabilize organic sunscreen active, or reduce UV damage to the skin. So as a result, SPF and PFA are enhanced or boosted. Uh, just to be complete, a few stabilizer for organic sunscreen actives do absorb UV light, uh, thus providing additional boosting. Regarding SunBoost ATB, uh, when the project got started at COBO, uh, FDA had not adopted critical wavelengths from in vitro testing as a requirement for UVA protection. The indices for UV protection were SPF and uh, PFA scores. Um, both reflecting the, um, the skin response to UV exposure. Uh, we knew that the process involved free radical generation in skin cells under UV radiation, uh, which then triggers a cascade of reaction that lead to first skin uh, inflammation seen as erythema or skin redness uh, that is used in SPF determination. And the second uh, generation of melanin uh, or its uh, oxidation uh, that is measured as skin pigmentation in PFA testing. Argan oil and vitamin E acetate in some boosted ATB are powerful antioxidants that can catch free radicals generated initially upon UV exposure and thus prevent or retard a further reaction. Bisalabaro uh, uh, is a very potent anti-inflammatory agent, and it can suppress erythema generation. So in short, SunBoost does not attenuate UV light, um, but it will penetrate into the skin and boost skin's defense against the free radical. Uh, the net effect is a in SPF and uh, PFA, PFA scores. Now that's really, really interesting. And you both mentioned the three ingredients uh, in this mix. So argan oil, tocopherol, and bisabarol. But I know that there are many options of antioxidants out there. Did you test other products before selecting those three? Uh, yes, actually we did a lot. Uh, I mentioned a little earlier that uh, our key products are TLO and zinc oxide for sun care. Uh, we know very well that uh, they can be chemically reactive, especially when they are in nano form. 
and the surface coating is not uh, very good. Uh, on the other hand, uh, many oxidants and uh, bioactive compounds are not very stable either. Uh, we had to do an intensive investigation to ensure the compatibility with uh, TL and zinc oxide and the stability in the final formulation. And Ed did most of initial screening and can tell you a better uh, story. Thanks, Yun. Uh, we know that non-volatile herbal oils such as olive and coconut oils can absorb smaller amounts of UV light. More importantly, plant and fruit extracts and oils have antioxidant and photoprotective effects. We tested over 20 different antioxidants, extracts, and oils in a screening process incorporating titanium dioxide as part of the base formulation. Our criteria consisted of in vitro and in vivo SPF, light stability, solubility, and color. And it was important to have a product that was efficacious and easy to incorporate in both sunscreen and cosmetic formulations. We used a pharmaceutical EMP mixer to prepare the multiple formulations for testing. To measure the SPF and UVA in the initial screening, we used the LabSphere UV1000 analyzer. And to ensure light stability and consistent color, we used the data color spectrophotometer. The argan oil and tocopherol acetate scored highest in the testing when considering all of our criteria together. We added bisabolol most specifically for its anti-inflammatory properties as the sun can be a trigger for inflammation. Inclusion of bisabolol helped to balance the antioxidant and anti-inflammatory protection. Some bruised ingredients performed extremely well in conjunction with our mineral sunscreen titanium dioxide dispersion, TNP50T7. So we also market a separate product called TNP50T7-ATB, which provides even higher benefits for improving both SPF and PFA. To be clear, to obtain optimal protection against UVA, UVB rays, marketed products require approved sunscreen agents such as titanium dioxide and zinc oxide. And how, what boosting can we expect when using SanBoost? Like how much? And what type of test was made to evaluate this boosting? Was it in vivo or in vitro? Uh, well, uh, our research work showed that we could consistently get 30% or more boosting of SPF and 15% uh, or more boosting of PFA. As discussed earlier, uh, the mechanism of boosting is through managing skin response. So the effect can only be observed by in vivo testing. Um, boosting cannot be observed in in vitro testing where skin is not present. Right, and we prepared a water and oil-based emulsion, which incorporated a 5.78% titanium dioxide and 3.74% zinc oxide powders. And with the addition of 3.6% SunBoost ATB to the formula, it increased the in vivo SPF by 58% and the PFA by 43% compared to the control. Then in a second experiment, we added 18.53% of our SunBoost TiO2 dispersion, which is TMP50T7 ATB, to a water and oil emulsion base and increased the in vivo SPF by 45% and the PFA by 75% compared to the control. 
Some boost ATB was present at 3.56% in the formula, and titanium dioxide as an active was present at 6.85% of the total formulation weight. Sunboost ATB at a 5% level also worked well with organic sunscreens in our testing, resulting in SPF and PFA boosts in excess of 30%. Those are really good results. And you, uh, Ed mentioned that uh, it was used like 3.6 or 5%. Uh, to achieve that boosting, is that the ideal concentration to use? Or can you add a little bit more to get an even better uh, result? Yoon, can you help us with that question? Yeah, sure. Um, the optimal use level of sun boost ATB is uh, a 3 to 4% range. A lower use level uh, will lead to a uh, decrease of boosting effect. Uh, use of too much, uh, too many will not get the band buck. Uh, the actual use level of boosting um, can be affected by uh, many factors, um, one of which is starting SPF of the base formula. Usually, if the starting SPF is low, uh, like under 20, the boosting will be more effective. Uh, if the starting SPF is very high, uh, like 45 or 50, the boosting uh, effect will not be as um, obvious as in a uh, lower SPF uh, situation. Okay, and a question for you now. You talked a lot about sunscreen. It is a sunscreen booster, but can sun boost be used in other types of formulas, like for other reasons? Sure, Gabby. Sun boost ATB and sun boost ATB natural can be used in other types of formulations for their antioxidant and anti-irritant properties. This includes not only sunscreens, but also in sun care, skin care, and cosmeceutical applications, not only those focused on protection from the sun and air pollution, but also for nourishing and cell renewal. The anti-irritant benefit of basabalol and argan oil makes it a good candidate for protection of the skin against daily environmental stress. Formulators can use SunBoost ATB at a suggested level of 0.25% to 5% in these applications. Our Kobo Applications Laboratory has developed several dozen formulations containing ATB ranging from sunscreens and various types, such as lotions, creams, sticks, and sprays, as well as creating pressed powders, foundation makeups, hair care products, body, face, and hand care. The product may be also used for hair conditioning the scalp, repairing the hair shaft, and adding extra radiance and shine to the hair. There is demand for formulated products that protect the hair from sun rays and air pollution, similar to those in the skincare category. Anywhere anti-aging, anti-wrinkle, anti-inflammatory, UV protection, and moisturizing functions are needed, then SunBoost ATB should be considered as an addition to the formulation. Well, looks like a really multifunctional product. And since you mentioned that there are there is Sambust ATB and Sambust ATB Natural, what's the difference between those two? Well, Sambust ATB Natural is made from naturally derived plant ingredients and is EcoCert approved. Sambust ATB is only different in that the grade of vitamin E acetate and basabalol are prepared from synthetic ingredients as opposed to vegetable sources 
as with some news day to be natural. The natural grade of bisaplol is more potent than the synthetic one, so it could be more useful in some focused applications. Okay, now the last question uh, for both of you. Considering the market trends that we have seen emerge in the last few years, how do you see the future of Sambu's ATB? Um, there is a clear trend uh, to make sunscreen product more effective uh, while uh, using a less sunscreen active in the formulation. And also for many years, uh, there have been a trend that will uh, much accelerated, uh, accelerated uh, in recent years to use a natural and uh, uh, multifunctional ingredient to make sunscreen product more versatile, sustainable, and appealing. I definitely see a bright future for some boosted ADB and the likes in sun care and skin care products. And to build on Yun's comments, uh, some boosted ATB has even more potential in the future due to its emphasis on its blend of antioxidants and anti-irritants and anti-inflammatory properties. Cosmetic antioxidants are specialty ingredients that protect cells from getting damaged, and it also slows down the aging process. They prevent the production of free oxygen radicals. The rate of air pollution is rising due to industrialization and urbanization all around the world. Air pollution causes early skin aging, dryness, wrinkles, acne, pigmentation, cellular damage, and hair damage. The rise in health issues caused by air pollution has encouraged people of all ages and geographies to use antioxidant cosmetics. The antioxidants cosmetics protect the skin from UV rays and other harmful air pollutants. Because of the shifted focus to natural products, we might expect to see great, slightly greater demand in the future for our SunBoost ATB Natural. Thank you, you and Ed, for sharing so much great information about one of my favorite products from Kobo. Great, it's a pleasure. Thank you, bye-bye. Thanks for inviting us. And thank you for listening to us. If you want to know more about SunBoost ATB, in the description of this episode, you will find links to the literature and articles with more details about this product. This podcast has been created by the content team at Kobo Products Inc., a raw material cosmetic manufacturer and distributor specializing in treated pigments and dispersions. To not miss any new episodes, be sure to follow us on Spotify or the platform of your choice. You can also find searching at Kobo Products on all social media platforms to receive the latest Kobo updates and send us any questions or comments about Sandboost and this episode. Until next time.